Ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Babe, what is this? The Four Infinity Podcast. And where are we? I'm told we are in the house. The building. We in the building, ladies and gentlemen. Uh-huh. Welcome to the Four Infinity Podcast. This is episode two. My name is Brian, aka Walking Saint, and I am accompanied by Sadria. AKA Sushi for dinner. Sushi for dinner. You heard? <laughs> so yeah. Um, I want to thank everybody real quick before we get this show started. I want to thank everybody for tuning in to last week's episode. I feel like we got a lot of great feedback from people. Most people, if not all people that I spoke to, really enjoyed the show. They thought it was super, super dope. So, you know, was that the same type of feedback you were getting as well? That is the same type of feedback that I got. And we are super grateful for everyone that is listening and everyone... (laughs) Facts. And for all the support that we are receiving. That's a fact. Super, super grateful, man. Shout out to y'all. Uh, really, really appreciate everybody who tuned in. But you guys know what time it is, so let's get right into it without further ado, baby. Uh, All right, so... I thought we were going to change that. Nah, nah, nah. That's DMX. That's DMX. Come on. You from New York. But that goes under your name. I get something else. Oh, you're not lying. I should get, like, princess bells, or... You get future. I don't want that one. uh, What I wanted to talk about this week was how important is it to have things in common with your partner? And the main reason I wanted to talk about this subject was because, as I mentioned last week, letting the people know, we've been together for quite a while. We've been together for like seven years, know each other more than that, right? And I remember getting to know each other. One of the main things that we used to always bring up is, wow, we have so much shit in common. That's so true. Like, that was... That was it. Mind-blowing. It was like, oh my God, (laughs) me and this person are so alike. Believe that. But it was super minuscule, the things that we would care about. Oh, he likes Captain (laughs) Crunch? Dumb shit. You know what I'm saying? So, it was you that brought this up to me a while back. You were like, man, I don't think we have that much in common. Anymore, really. Anymore. I I mean, mean, we we still do have the same things in common. But they kind of don't matter (laughs) anymore. Or like, they matter less. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) As much as, as before, yeah. Yeah, like, we still... Like the same color. We both like green and blue. Yeah. We both like Captain <laughs> Crunch. Yeah. But that that seemed really big when we first started dating. It was like, oh my God, stop. Yeah. And there's probably more little things of that I'm probably missing. But the point is that... All right. So to talk a little bit about myself, right? And some of the interests that I enjoy. Go ahead. I really like video games. I really like anime. I really like music. I really like hip-hop. I really like fashion, sneakers. Wow, I'm into all of that. Uh But, (laughs) 
Yeah. I, you, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I definitely definitely feel like you are not into that the same niche things mm-hmm. that I enjoy. So here we are, still together with a with a deep bond, right? Yeah. And most people will probably feel like, how? How is that possible? You ain't got the answers, man. How, Sway? How are we still together (laughs) if we feel this way? That kind of leads me into my answer. I honestly feel as though you don't necessarily have to have the same things in common. As far as, like, interests go, I definitely think that females and males are each going to have their own individual things that cater to them and what they like and the other person doesn't necessarily need to share the same interests. As long as they acknowledge the interests and don't necessarily hate on it, if you get what I'm saying, then that's totally fine. You know? So, I'll give you an example. I am... I'm a yes. big fan of sports. Believe I'm it. a big fan of the NBA, NFL. Uh, I watch the MLB every now and then. Tennis, right? Like yeah. I, I like watching pool. I like playing pool. Shit like that. Very competitive guy. Oh, oh, guys, super competitive. Like uber competitive. What is a competition all the time? Any game, you can't even chill. So, feel me? Believe that. Super competitive. So, if you hate football, for example, which what, I don't, guys. which you don't, right? If you hate football. I'm not going to necessarily force you to watch football games or be a fan of football. And it could be anything. It could be wrestling, WWE. Like if I religiously watch WWE every Monday or something like that, I'm not going to force you to watch it with me. And therefore, I feel as though it's not going to play such a huge role. Because as long as you enjoy your interests and I enjoy my interests, we're cool on that. Right. But guys, how awesome would it be if I did enjoy watching football with my significant other? To play the devil's advocate, I feel like it is important to have stuff in common. I mean, I'm only now realizing that Maybe we didn't have as much in common as it first appeared. Yeah. I mean, the more you have in common, the better. Absolutely. You know? But it's not a necessity for the long-term success of your relationship, in my opinion. I disagree. All right. Elaborate. Let's hear what you got to say. Okay. Here's, here's my thought process. Here's an example, right? Let's say we've raised children. We've had a whole 20 years in the game, right? Okay. And you know what? Let's let's make it a little older. We are like 65. Our kids are grown. What? Bam, <laughs> you just added a solid 40 years on us. Okay. Well, I have to for, you know, you all to right. get what I'm about all to right, do all here. All right. let, let, let's see where she's taking it. Yeah. Let's see where she's taking it. Go ahead. All right, look. So, you're old and and not like super old. You're just older. You're more mature. So all this time has passed where you and me have been bonding, but it hasn't really been about us. You know, once you have kids, it's a, more about them. Okay. So, you know, what usually happens to some couples would be that after the kids have left the nest, you know, they've been 
it's been like 20 years that you've had to take care of this kid. And it's always been the kid's needs first. And now it's your needs first again. And some people lose their way. And when it's time for you guys to just be alone again, it's like you're you're re-meeting this person. You're spending all this time with this person that before, you know, you didn't spend as much time with because A, you were working, B, you had the kids, but now A, you retired and B, there are no kids. So it's like you have to re- you have to relearn how to be with that person. And what easier way to be with that person than if you at least have things in common together that you used to like? Then that becomes something that you can do together again. What? All right. No, you understood that. You got to stop playing. This is my issue. This is my issue with what you're saying. You're telling me that uh-huh. couples today need to have something in common because of what life is going to be like 40 years from now after their kids are mature and live their own life? Bro, what are you talking about, I'm saying that it becomes easier. It's easier. It's easier in general if you guys have things in common. It's everything becomes easier when you have things in common. If you're into sushi and I hate sushi, sushi's important. But if you liked sushi, that could be something we could bond over 40 years from now when we're 65. And I'm like, hey, you want to go for sushi? All right. It would make it easier. Believe that. I do believe it would make it Bro. easier. That's facts. But the question is, how important is it to have things in common? And it's I don't important. think it's, it'll make it easier. Sure. But at the end of the day, if if I'm going with your example here and we're... 65 years old or something. We can travel like... Right, but remember that it played an important role at the beginning. You see how now we think that it wasn't such a big deal, but at the beginning it was. It was like, wow, we have so much in common, blah, blah. Like that's... I feel like having that is important. I feel like when I like something and you don't like any of those things, but you'll tolerate it, over time, you know, patience and tolerating things becomes lower and lower and lower. And then sometimes eventually what that other person likes, you now found annoying because after 10 years, it's like, I'm, I'm, my patience, my tolerance has gone down. You keep relaying, relating these things to 10 years down the line. Let's think now, like let's think right now. If you have something that you enjoy for example, let's say you're super into beauty bloggers. You follow A, B, and C on YouTube and you love watching their videos. Like, that's your shit. You don't sure. even watch TV. Okay. I'm not going to sit down and watch that with you if that's what you're into. Why? Because that's just not what I'm into. The same way you're probably not going to sit down and watch me uh, whenever I throw on The Breakfast Club to see what what interview they, they got on there. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that's not going to make or break our relationship. Okay, so then what are we bonding over? What's our thing? That's Aside the, from the fact that I love you. Cool. That's the but whole what do we bond over? Like, what are we, what are we finding to do together? That's the whole point. Me and you don't got nothing in common. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. <laughs> Guys, we have stuff in common. We have stuff in common, right? Fam. Babe, we have stuff in common. Stop playing. Fam. You ain't got the answers, man. No. What are the answers? We, I, 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 I love basketball. (laughs) 
That's not a lie. <laughs> I not, love basketball. I would, if the game were on right now, we would be watching it. Okay, I would be fine. with you. We but, would be bonding over but that. But do you think that this relationship is going to survive off the off basketball? No, but it helps. It helps. All I'm saying is I that agree. having stuff it in common definitely helps. helps. But the question is, is it important? I don't think it's necessarily that important. I don't think it's key. It's important. No, in my in my it's own important. words, I don't think it's key. I don't know if it's key, but it's important. And again, people, the reason I personally feel that is not that important, of course, it's good to have things in common. I enjoy basketball. Sager enjoys basketball. Believe that. Sager likes going to Broadway plays. I fuck with that. We could go to a Broadway. We could hit that up. So, I enjoy it. But it's not necessarily essential to keeping a relationship alive, in my opinion. Because at the end of the day, you and your partner are two different pers- like people. You're two different beings. You're going to each enjoy your own things. So it's it's only natural, right? Of course, you're going to find some common ground. There are going to be things that you enjoy that the other person enjoys just as much. I just feel like it's important to have stuff in common because if I'm going to sit with you and we're going to talk about your day and your job or whatever, I want to find it interesting. I want to, you know, I know whatever you're telling me about work is important, but if it were something that we had bonded over... Oh, you do this? I think that's so interesting. I would love to maybe move into that realm. That's you get what I'm saying? Like, I just feel like having things in common is important to keep the relationship going. And when you're starting a relationship, like you just like we just found out that maybe we don't have that much stuff in common. But at the beginning, all these things were like big things to us. When you are first getting to know someone, of course the little things are gonna matter. I'm sure that'll help. But what matters most in a relationship is if you and that person maybe share kind of the same morals, the same ethic views, things like that. Because if you or maybe not you, but like, let's say you're talking to somebody and in, and they're into some fucked up shit that doesn't really click with you, that's going to be a problem, Right. As far as moral views goes and ethic values and like code of conduct that you abide by, things like that is more important than, damn, this this son of a gun is going to watch the NHL for what, the fifth time this week? But I don't, you know what I'm saying? Isn't that having something in common then? We but, have in common the same morals. You think, like, for example. Well, that's I what I think is important to have in common. What what I'm what I was trying to explain to you okay. is that if you're into whatever you're into mm-hmm. and I'm into whatever I'm into, you're like, oh, that's 60 years down the line. We need to find things to do with each other. So you're talking about things to do, things to watch or things like that. I'm talking about way of being. OK, well, now I'm going to generalize it in general. You should have things in common in general. All right. So now technically what you said is is what I said is true. We. It's important to have things in common. Our morals are what we have in common, right? In other words, I'm right. I feel like you no, just don't no, want to no, say that I'm, I'm right. right. No, 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 no. You just don't want to say that I'm <laughs> no, right. No, this Bro. is funny. No, no. What we're saying here now is that I'm right. How? 
Because the question that you keep saying, but this is the is question. Is it important to have so, things in common? All right. You didn't say what things in common. I just, I just said. Uh, no, but what I'm saying is I'm the one who started saying things and, and stuff like that. And you're saying what's important to have in common is morals and stuff. I started the conversation by saying that I think it's not important to share the same interests. For example, if I like watching The Breakfast Club and you like watching beauty bloggers, that should not matter in a relationship on the grander scale. Believe that. And then you brought up, yeah, but if we're 60 years old, we need to find things to do. I like basketball. This, that, and the third. And I'm like, I don't think those things matter. What do matter, what you should have in common are ethical values, moral moral views, code of conduct, that type of shit. Because that's ultimately what's going to keep y'all together. Because if you're into some, some fucked up shit, that's not going to click with me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like me and you wouldn't be here right now if we didn't view the world the same way. Oh. You get what I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm. Because in reality, again, I'll harken back to what I said. Me and you do we not have, have a lot of We have similar interests, damn it. <laughs> yes, we do. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, like what? Aside from basketball. It's cool. Like, we don't... I don't... I'm not We have similar interests. We have similar interests. You like the color blue and green, and I like the color blue and green. And you eat Captain Crunch, and I like Captain Crunch. And that's what I'm saying. Those are very minute things. There's, that, there are things... Those are, like, talking stage things that me and you have in common. Not, like, real deal, holy field. Like, my interest isn't the color green and blue. Like, I don't go home and think, damn, I fuck with the color green and blue. Like, that doesn't revolve around my life. You know what I'm saying? I feel like I'm slowly losing this argument. Hey, man. Believe that. No. It's not even on on some win and lose thing. I just... No, but we have... You know what? I'm going to just stop saying we have stuff in common. Maybe we have nothing in common. But then that wouldn't make sense. We have stuff in common. (laughs) We have stuff in common. No, no, we have stuff in common. And the bigger picture... Okay, you know what? Maybe we don't have that many similar interests, but we have interests that are similar. I feel like I just like maybe not blew that your many. Mind. No, like you're no, in your head, you're no, just like no, no, oh my god, no, no, no. Why don't we broaden this? In general, let's talk generally here. In general, you have to have stuff in common. People, you no, you're not gonna do this to me. People, when you meet somebody, look, here's some game. When you meet somebody, when you're talking to somebody. Get to know their mind. Make sure that your wavelength is on the same wavelength. Talk about your goals. Talk about your ambitions. Talk about what you want out of your life. Ask that person what they want out of their life. Just because you like listening to ASMR on your spare time doesn't mean that that person needs to be into that too. And that's a radical example, but you get the point. So, fellas, if you are a diehard MLB fan, diehard, right? Like, you go to all the Yankees games, this, that, and the third, cool. 
You know, you don't have to change that. But you shouldn't also need to instill that onto someone. If they pick that up off of naturally being around you and vibing off you, that's wonderful. Salute that person. Because they naturally developed an interest in something that you love because, you know, they probably care about you and want to be further invested into the things that you like. If that person does that naturally without you needing to force anything down their throat, again, shout out to ya. But the key is to just make sure that you guys want the same thing out of life, that you guys believe in the same values. Make sure you guys believe in the same ethics, code of conduct, morals, all of that. All that other stuff is not necessarily important. And me and Sadra is the perfect reason why. Although in your mind, you're like, oh my God. The, the fact of the matter is, you're into the music you like. I'm into the music I like. You're into the shows you like. I'm into the shows I like, etc. And the list can go on and on. Cool. That's totally cool. Like, I'm, I'm into, like, gym and gym workouts and shit like that. You're not... Again, that's cool. That's totally fine. Why? We're living proof that you can make it this far as long as you have everything else. Me and you, long-term, want the same thing out of our life. We want to travel. We want to do this, that, and the third. We want to live good. We want to, you know, have, have a beautiful family. Right? But... The smaller things, we just don't share it. It is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I feel like I'm getting to know a whole other person. What you mean? Elaborate. I don't know who you are. <laughs> but also, I'm horrified that you said I'm not into the gym. Who said that? <laughs> you, you, like, out of this whole conversation, the only thing I'll remember from what? this is that, oh, I'm not into the gym. All right, people. As you just witnessed live, we probably don't have as much as common as people might feel they need to have with that person. And we're young as shit. We're still 25. We still got a whole, you know, life to live, God, God willing. So who the fuck knows what we'll discover? You know, maybe around 65, since that's the age you kept bringing up. Maybe one day we'll go to a bingo night and be like, yo, bingo is really that shit. I love bingo. And there you go. And we'll we'll add that. Do you love bingo? I fuck with bingo. <gasps> we have something in common. <laughs> <laughs> New thing. Believe that. That's a fact. So ultimately, do you agree with what I said? Yeah. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. I feel let down with myself. People, make sure you guys are on the same wavelength. You don't necessarily need to have the same hobbies. If you have the same hobbies, great. If you have the same interests, great. But just make sure that what you want out of your life in the future and what that person wants out of their life in the future aligns. That, I feel, is the most important thing as far as having things in common goes. Yep. Hobbies, interests, line. fuck that. You know what I'm saying? Make sure your goals and plans align. <laughs> All right. 
So, like we mentioned at the top of this thing, uh, we got a lot of great feedback from people after listening to the first episode. And surprisingly, like we got a lot of people that hit us up. We were super, super happy to see that because like Sadra mentioned at the end of the episode, we want to help people and we want to share our experiences and hope that they that take something out of it. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? That's what we want. So I'll let you go ahead and introduce this next segment. This is going to be kind of like uh, some listener questions, listener uh, topics that are suggested to us that people want insight on that we can go ahead and talk about. We're about to talk about what happens when a relationship hits a plateau. Plateau, okay. One person is might be getting too comfortable or too lazy, and that has to do with their couple goals and personal goals. Got you. All right. I'll let you go ahead and take it to, uh, take it from here. Start it off. Yeah. Well, I feel like once a relationship hits a plateau, it can be hard to get back into the flow. Um, so? <laughs> I feel like communication in general, that's that will most likely be the biggest thing that I say in... In this podcast, from now to eternity. So, communication is key. Believe that. A hundred percent, all the time. Communicate all the time. I feel like it depends. This this relationship hitting a plateau depends on many things. My first thing is, you know, communicate. How many times have you brought this up? Have you even brought up that there's an issue? Because you know, people are not mind readers. Sometimes people are so into their daily life that they don't even realize that there might be some type of issue so, that you're not happy, uh, that you find that there may be a problem. You didn't. They didn't even know that the relationship hit a plateau in the first place. Yeah. And so I feel like if you haven't brought this up to them, how are they supposed to fix anything? So A, bring it up. Talk to them about it. Tell them what you're thinking, what's on your mind. And then from there, maybe you can solve something. But I also feel like sometimes you have to give 75 if the other person is only giving 25. Nobody's going to be 100% all the time. That's not realistic. Like some days you're going to have bad days. Facts. And so when I'm only giving 25, that other person has to pick up and bring that 75 to the table. Yeah. I feel like it's also important to know how long the plateau has lasted. Has this been going on for a long time? And if you have already spoken and communicated that this was an issue, and after you said things were going to get resolved, nothing has changed. So let me jump in here real quick. I feel like... Uh, my voice of reason with this subject is pretty straightforward. It's as simple as this with me. If the relationship is plateauing, you feel like this person is not doing what they're supposed to do. They're getting a little too comfortable. Okay, this, that, and the third. It is as simple as being about what you say you're about. And what I mean is take action. If you feel like the relationship is lacking any pizzazz, like any spice, then go ahead, be the one to add it. Tell 
if you feel like this person is not doing enough, kind of getting comfortable, then go against the grain. Believe that. If you guys are going on dates, for example, and this person is taking you to the same spots, like he's just, or they, because I don't want to generalize it to a man, but if this person is just taking you to the same locations, like he's just rotating, then be the one to say, hey, babe, let's go over here. Let's do this. Hey, babe, why don't we try this, you know, in the bedroom? Whatever it is, just make sure that you're the one that's initiating. And at that point, if you have an extended amount of time where you are the one that's initiating everything and, you know, trying to add that flavor to the relationship and this person is just still stuck in their ways, that is when you bring it up because that's when you'll have the receipts to match. You know what I'm saying? So definitely be about the things that you want from that person. Like if th- if you want this person to do this for you, if you expect um, this, that, and the third, they need to please you in this way, or you need me to take me take you need to take me out to somewhere new to eat every month or whatever whatever it is, right? You got to do the same things for that person first, and then you can point it out. Because at that point, it's like, hey, can I talk to you? All right, cool. I just want to let you know that I feel as though you're way too comfortable in X, Y, Z. Bring up those examples, you know, show them those receipts and be like, look, every time you want to decide where we go to eat is always these same five places. Whereas I'm always the one that's taking us to spontaneous locations that me and you have never been to. I put in the time, you know, I put in the work to look these places up to make sure that it's exactly the type type of vibe that we enjoy. And I feel like you're not doing that, you know? And even in the bedroom, I feel like you're conforming. You're doing the same shit. Like, what's up? Switch it up, you know? Or whatever it may be. Make a change. And then you can go ahead and let that person know about themselves. What happens, let's say, for example, if the listener's partner, male or female, isn't really open? So here's here's the scenario, right? Let's say our listener wanted to just get out of the house in general. Let's say they live together and the partner, they've been in the house every weekend a month has gone by already and our listener wants to, you know, have breakfast outside or let's go for a walk or something. And her partner is his or her partner is reluctant to even leave the house. What what do you do then? Because you're saying, oh, well, we could do these spontaneous things and blah, blah. What if they're not even open? What if they don't even let you get that yeah. far? What if they don't even want to leave the house? Like, how do you how do we help our listener to take down the receipts? Take down the receipts. Bro. Keep note of any time they on some dumb shit like that. Yeah. Okay. Any any time they, they get on some dumb shit, yo, let's go out to eat. Nah, I'm not with it. Oh, let's go do th- nah. Hey, what's up? You trying to you trying to try this? Nah. Then okay. Bet. Say less. You take that down and after some time, of course, where you've 
shown initiative and a want to do different things, that's when you bring it up to them. Like, yo, what's up with you? You know, like you, you're not on your job right now. And, and I understand what you said where not everybody is going to be one, you know, 50-50 all the time. Some people are going to be 25% and it's up to the other person to be 75% sometimes. I totally feel that. Because we all have our ups and downs in life. You know what I'm saying? Like, Believe that. Life is like that. True. But after some time, though, you got to bring it up to them. You bring the exact examples of when and what. And you tell them, look, the ball is in your court now. What's up? You need a change. Something has to happen because this isn't right. And then at that point, it's up, for, it's up to them to display that change and show that effort. You heard it, ladies and gentlemen. Bring out those file folders and stack them receipts. Somebody did this. Just take note. And anytime you're making an effort in the relationship and that person is just refuking it completely, not even fucking with whatever you're trying to do, but then on the other hand, they're not really trying to do anything either, then make note of that. Jot it down mentally. Bring it up to that person. And when you are communicating this, sometimes people feel taken aback when, you know, you corner someone. So you don't want to make your significant other feel like they're being cornered in this conversation. You kind of want to, I guess, leave it more open than anything. It's kind of like you want to have a discussion, not so much a, you're not doing this and look at these receipts and this is when you did this and you didn't do this and this. Like the approach that you take on this matters. So the way that you say it and everything is going to make a difference as to the result that you get. Absolutely. Yeah. So just be mindful of the way you communicate that issue. In other words. Absolutely. Because it it boils down to what you said, which is that communication is key. In your relationships, you should know how to communicate with one another and, you know, how to bring things up the correct way where you won't necessarily upset that person. And you'll be keeping it real. You know what I'm saying? And I used to think that what you did, kind of like what you did to get me in the beginning of our relationship, like you have to... You have to keep doing those things even later on. But it doesn't have to be the same things. Like, for example, me and Brian had this conversation and it was basically he, when we first started dating, would always go and he'd get me coffee. And that was, you know. Shout out to me. (laughs) I'm a big coffee drinker. So I found that that was important. I found like, A, he's listening to what I like. He's going out of his way to bring it to me and see that makes me know that he's important, that he thinks I'm important. And so whatever they did at the beginning isn't necessarily what they're going to do now to woo you. Yeah, like things will change. Right. So you can't be expecting the same thing. Yeah. I feel like people sometimes get sidetracked by, oh, well, he used to do this and now he doesn't do it anymore. But maybe he does other things yeah. that you like and and he is compromising, but you don't even realize it because you're so stuck on the things that he used to do that you really loved. Yeah. That you're waiting for. Yeah, definitely. Because at the end of the day, people grow, people change. So that's always going to be something different. 
And um, but I think we're good, right? I think we've covered everything we had for this segment. Perfect. So again, just to reiterate, in in reality, having things in common should not hold that much weight if what you're looking to have in common is like hobbies, interests, like little shit you do on the side, shit that you like to watch, you know, things that you like to do, things like that. It's not the biggest thing in the world because as me and Sager displayed, we do have things in common. We just don't have many things in common. And any issues in the relationship, because all relationships are filled with ups and downs, they've never come from what we have in common. Never, from what I can think of. From what I know, I don't think so. Exactly. So the main thing is make sure you and that person are on the same wavelength. Make sure you guys share the same views. All right? I feel like the the mentality of both individuals is far more important. And in the long run, if you want to be, you know, in that relationship forever, for infinity... Make sure that both mentals is in the same place if you seek that same longevity that we seek. And then moving on, if you are ever in a relationship that seems to be plateauing, things aren't as spicy, they're not as interesting as they were, you know, back when you guys were first talking, or even maybe not necessarily from when you were first talking, but maybe this has been going on for a couple months. Um, again, just be the change that you want to see. Do the things that you want that person to do for you first. Jot it down mentally. Take note of them. Because one of the first things, whenever you try to tell somebody about themselves, like instinctually, they're going to want proof. When? But when I did that, when when we did that, you know what I'm saying? Brian does that all the time. So you have to... That's not true. All the time. When I did that, I don't believe you. Show me. What? Give me three. In- no, no, no. <laughs> Give me three instances. Give me one instance where that happened. So if if you want to combat that, um, the trick, ladies and gentlemen, is have your receipt. Jot these things down mentally. Take note of them, you know, of these events or of these scenarios where you try to do the exact thing that you want this person to do for you, you know? And even if, even if like they refuse, also keep that in mind. That way you can let them know about themselves. Like, hey, I tried to do this the other day. You wasn't with it. You know? And expect that, as Sadria said, not everyone is going to give you the 50% that you're looking for, Right? Sometimes it's going to be 25, 75, like you said. But pick it up. It's cool. But if it lasts for a long-ass time, definitely tell that person about themselves and definitely have that proof on deck if you don't want them to look at you crazy. All right? Yeah. And yeah. I think that's it. Yeah. Anything you want to say last, last minute? No. Got it. So once again, people, thank you so much. If you've listened this far to us, people, we are so grateful. We are so thankful. 
the Bro. amount of support we have received is so astounding. And we're so thankful for you guys. Yeah. And like I said last time, we are still listening to you guys. We are open. Yeah. Hoping that you have questions to so, give us. We want to give you our thoughts, our opinions, and how we've made this last so long. Believe that. Without wasting any more time, this has been For Infinity. Uh, see you guys next week. Bye.